Welcome everyone to the Success Elevated Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Hayden Lee, and I'm joined this week by a couple very special guests. First special guest is a returning guest, been on the episode or been on the pod uh, a handful of times, managing partner here at Spot On Solutions, the one and only high priest of marketing, Mr. Derek Priest. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. I'm going to come up with a longer and longer intro and title for you every time you come on, Derek. I've got to come up with with more um, golfer extraordinaire, uh, um, fair weather uh, friend because he moved away to Texas to get away from Idaho. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll talk about all that. But all the fan coming on the show. Love love <laughs> the fanfare. It's completely fine with me. It's great great to be here. Thanks, this hey. is this is really cool for me because um you this is a guest that you've wanted to have on for a long time and it's exciting for me because I've had the opportunity to learn a little bit about him through you and and hear you talk about him but I'm going to let you introduce our our special guest today. Awesome. Well, I'm again, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on here and I am I've am super super excited about this episode, this podcast today. I like you said Hayden, I have been looking forward to this uh, this event um, for a long, long time. I'm super happy, um, privileged, and honored to uh, in, welcome onto our podcast a one of my newest and dear, becoming very dear friend, uh, doctor or coach, Nate Hearn. Um, he has... In the short time that we have known each other, doctor or coach, let me call you coach, uh, he has made a massive impact on my life. I love uh, the story of where he's come from. He is, uh, you know, for for those of you who don't know Coach Hearn, he uh, he was involved with the the high school football team, the Texas high high school football team that uh, is behind the story of Friday Night Lights. So if you've seen seen the movie Friday Night Lights, um, Coach Hearn is a, was a big part of that. What I have learned, though, from uh, Dr. Hearn, uh, Coach Hearn, from this, uh, the relationship that we're building, and, and especially from, like, he wrote the most amazing book uh, that I just couldn't put down, uh, like, the story behind Friday Night Lights is so much more impactful to me than the movie ever dreamed of. So um, I, I am super excited to welcome Coach Nate Hearn to our podcast today. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing wonderful, Derek. And thank you for that intro. I'm blessed by it. Thank you. Well, you are welcome. I am super blessed. As we jump in i think it's i i just wanted to say and again i've been i've been super impacted by by your life i i uh and and your story i had uh just just recently uh had the opportunity to sit in a conference where you were uh the keynote speaker uh and were able to i listened to your story and I see and hear a lot of speakers. I go to a lot of seminars. I, you know, personal development, professional development, uh, leadership, coaching, all of that stuff has been a big part of my life um, for for my entire life. But I got to tell you, like, um, 
very few speakers, very few individuals, <clears throat> excuse me, um, move me like you move, like your story and and the experience that uh, that you gave us at that conference. Uh, I just was just loved being there, loved hearing hearing your story and and most of all your philosophy and your uh, your attitude about leadership and how to how to build people. So um, I, I'm excited for our listeners to hear more of your story and to, to talk about your philosophies um, of leadership and, and life. So again, thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Very, very excited about this podcast. There's, there's so much we could kind of go in to talk about um, coach and I love, you know, we, before we even started record, recording, you, you, you told Derek and I to just refer to you as coach, which is, it feels like home to me for, for, for that. Um, I played football in high school. Football was, I always say it was like my first love. Um, I played for a small high school here in Idaho. Um, so nowhere near what, what, uh, what your involvement in football was in, in Texas, you know, football's a religion in Texas, as we all know, but, um, I would love to kind of hear a little bit about, um, your backstory, if you don't mind, um, or, uh, coach Hearn, um, there's, there's so much that I think we could talk about, but I think it all, the, the, the background gives even more emphasis to, to what you're doing today with, with leadership and coaching individuals. But if you wouldn't mind, maybe talk a little bit about your life and, and growing up and, and what kind of you learned as, as a child and growing up that, that it's helped you kind of be who you are today. Well, you know, it, it's like you and Derek said, Hey, it, it's a, it's a very extensive story, but I'm going to try to compact it. Yeah. Uh, so that we, we don't get all involved in it and run out of time. Um, my, uh, my world, I grew up in poverty. I, I'm the middle child of, of, of eight siblings. It would have been nine. Um, my youngest brother died at birth. My father, he he worked at a as a, as an attendant at a full service humble station on Main Street in that small community I grew up in in West Texas. He pumped gas, he fixed flats, he washed cars. My mom, she she was a domestic. She she worked as a domestic. She cleaned houses for a living. She would uh, iron and and cook and 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 sew and mend and for the majority of our life in, in the homes. Um, we grew up, uh, the 10 of us, uh, my mom and my dad and my, eight, uh, my brothers and sisters grew up and I lived in a three room, not bedroom house, a three room house to sit on cinder blocks. There was no hot water and no indoor bath facility. My mom, she got ready to, to bathe us. She would heat up the water on the stove and pour it into a number three foot tub. Now I know, uh, Hey, you, you, you have no clue what a number three foot tub is. <laughs> I don't. But, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But it's not very big. It's 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 just big enough to <laughs> maybe put your feet. In, but that's what we used. And um, I remember my old my 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 brother, my oldest brother. He's four years older. He'd wake me up, uh, and we would scour the neighborhood alleys, uh, looking through trash cans uh, to find uh, the best and the thickest cardboard to cut it out to put it in our shoes. To keep the heat of the pavement out in the summer, the water out when it rained, the cold out in the winter. Um, my father didn't have the money to buy shoes on a regular basis. And the majority of the clothes came from the home that my mom cleaned. She'd have to mend them. 
I remember my elementary school days vividly because that's the time in elementary. I, I said I was going to drop out of school. I just had enough. Uh, going to school, my mom, would she line us up and she'd give us dry meat and bread, bologna sandwiches and brown set paper sack and two cents for a quart of milk. And I would walk to school with my sisters and, and walking to school with, you know, that bologna sandwich and the brown paper sack and holes in my shoes and holes in my clothes was just too much for me. And I just decided that I'd had enough. I was going to drop out of school, the embarrassment. And so I just Last day of sixth grade, I just rushed home and told my mom, I hate school. I'm never going back. But my mother was the kind that she didn't, you know, back in those days, Derek, hey, you know, they didn't play. Uh, spare the rods, ball the child. That's what they believed in, and that's what they did. They did not play. There was no such thing as timeout in my house. When my mom and dad spoke, you did it, or there would it wasn't a second chance, you know. You, you you better get ready. So she was she was adamant about me getting an education. She would not let me not go to school. So it was the best thing that happened to me to have a mother and a father like that. And I uh, had to go to school, seventh grade. And, uh, one of the best things that ever happened to me. I, I thought it was just like any other classes, but then I went to my fifth period science class and coach. I mean, uh, Mr. Clyde Hake, my size teacher, he he transformed me. Um, he was the kind of man who, you know, he 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 reveled in character development. He reveled in mentoring. He 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 was the greatest teacher, size teacher I'd ever met. And he set me on the front row. I'd never sat on the front row in any class that I've ever been in, and and he set me on the front row. And he made me comfortable sitting on the front row with all those holes in my clothes, carrying that bologna sandwich that I know smelled and those holes in my shoes. He made me comfortable. That's how good he was. And uh, lo and behold, uh, made me his lab assistant. Shoot, I grew up in poverty. I didn't know what a lab assistant was. I had never seen a microscope. None of those (laughs) things. And he, he, he brought me in and he transformed my world. Uh, by opening up that classroom and showing me how to do those things in lab, he showed me how to dissect my first frog. And, <laughs> That's and, awesome. In seventh grade. And, and I just loved it. And from there, it, it it happened again. I leave his class and then I go to seventh grade football. Greatest coach that I've ever encountered in my whole entire life. Coach Mark Wallace, six foot four, uh, just a the the greatest, most uh, amazing man I'd ever met as a coach, and he took me and 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 molded me into something that I didn't know that I could become. Um, I remember meeting him and he shook my hand and he looked at me and he said, "You Hearn?" I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "Hearn, um, uh, I've heard a lot of wonderful things about you." I, Heard you're a good athlete and you're going to be on my team and we're going to have a lot of fun winning football games. And he smiled at me. Derek, hey, he had me at that moment. No one had ever greeted me like that and smiled at me and said they wanted me. They wanted me. And lo and behold, he put me on his team. And uh, the two weeks getting us ready to play that first game of football, 
the life impact and transformational things he was saying and doing. I'd never coached, never, no one's ever coached me like that. Transformed me. Uh, I remember an incident where I would rush over to the field house out of my classes to get to the locker room so I could change my clothes so my teammates couldn't see me. And what I was trying to do was that I didn't want them to see those holes I had in my clothes. I had holes in everything, my my socks, my underwear, my T-shirts. And I didn't want the guys to see it, especially the two that lockered next to me. So I would go into warp speed to get over there to beat them. And one day I thought I'd beat them. And um, Tom McLeese up and then Coach Wallace walks over. And he puts his hand on my shoulder. He looked down at me and he said, Hern, those holes in your clothes, those holes in your shoes, carrying them along the same son, it is not an indication of the man you're going to become. He said, Hern, you can be anything you want to be. I looked up at him and I remember it like yesterday. I'm looking up at it and I'm going, me, coach? <laughs> and he goes, yes, you. And he said, the operative word was, he said, nothing's wrong with you. You know, for years, hey, Derek, I thought something was wrong with me. You know, I, I didn't have any self-esteem. I, I didn't I didn't think I could do anything. And those two, my science teacher and my, you know, God has a plan for all of us. And two men came into my life at the same exact time and total, tr- totally transformed my life. And um, I was making D's and F's in elementary school. And, and Mr. Haight told me, he said, hey, he, I made an A in his class. And he said, you can make A's. <laughs> I didn't believe it until he said it. And then I started making A's and B's in all my classes. And then I got to high school, I'm an honor roll student. I'm making A's in all my classes. Uh, the coach tells me that I, 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 I can, I'm special and there, there's nothing that I can't do. And I, I had no ideal in my head that I could be a science teacher and a football coach. But because of him telling me, Hern, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing you cannot do. I've got a dream now. I'm going to be a science teacher and a coach. And there is nothing, nothing, nothing that would stop me from achieving that goal. That's the impact that they had on my life. And that's why I do what I do today. It's amazing. It's so so cool. I, I there's so many things there that I think we could we could we could spend whole podcasts just talking about like some of those things there. But I love that you know learning more about you and, and and talking to Derek. You know, I know that you eventually became an educator, and I would I would I would say that most people that become educators at some point um, that become teachers or principals or whatever, most of them can look back on their life and point to an individual, a teacher that they had, a coach that they had and be like, yeah, this person. And, and I, as you were telling this story, you know, my, my mom's a teacher, my sister's involved in education. I, I'm pretty confident they could both look back on their lives and be like, yeah, the reason I wanted to become an educator was because of this person or, or the reason I wanted to do this is because of this coach or whatever. And, and it was so cool to kind of watch those parallels unfold. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many pieces there, but I love the idea that like, sometimes all it takes is one person believing in you, right? Like, and, and, and believing that you can achieve and that, Hey, we're going to, I know that anything you want to be, you can do. Like you've just got to believe in yourself a little bit. And, and all it took was one person to say that to you. 
And yeah, it completely transformed your world. It did. It truly did. Yeah. Derek, any, any, any thoughts, or I, I guess from, from your perspective here, you've, you know, you've heard coach talk about this a, a couple of times now, but any, anything that stands out to you? You know, I, again, I, I'm moved every time I hear it. So I was like, and I'm like, coach Hearn, if you haven't already figured this out, like he's the guy you could sit at his feet and have him talk to you for days and never, and, and just be in his hands. Right. And I, I love, I love that. And I love, you know, you know, you, you lived in an era and a time that, that was hard, right? That was really hard. And uh, especially, you know, in the South and, and helping these young players, these young players become, you know, become integrated into white schools. And what, what a challenge that was, right? And the hurdles that you had to go over as, as that all, like I said, the whole story of Friday Night Lights does not does not paint the picture of what was really what really happened there, and I I just I I loved that no matter what like in, I, I maybe you could talk about this but there were lots of obstacles that came up in your life that you had many times had the opportunity to just walk away, right? Matter of fact, in many cases, they were trying hard to get you to just walk away, right? Just just go. I mean, things that happened that were just unprecedented, that had never happened in history, just were surmounting against you. The, In my opinion, the very jaws of hell, were gaping open um, towards Dr. Hurd, Coach Hearn. And like, he just never gave up. Like, these kids meant so much to him that there's you know, quitting was not an option, right? I mean, maybe you could speak to some of that. Again, like, like, I just like, I imagine, you know, to me, Coach, you're like, like gather the family around and on Sunday evenings and just tell the stories and like, and change lives. I know you have to me. So tell us some about some of the obstacles that you had to over, that you've overcame all because of just un, if anything, coach Hearn understands the value of people. Yes. God don't make no junk, right? And so, I mean, again, like, like, what did you? What were some of those obstacles? What did you learn through the, through some of those things? Um, what was your mindset as you went as you as you persevered through those challenges? As, as you know, and, and you said it, and, and, and I just love it when people come back and talk to me because I get so many varied. Uh, um, ideals and, and and opinions about the book and how it it takes it takes them and it takes them on a journey. I just love hearing about it. And, and your take is is different from any of all those other people that have talked to me about it. And you see it, you saw it. Um, it it was 
right in the midst of the civil rights movement. It was that that was the time. And um, but God, you know, blessed me in that I had the opportunity to get under two people who really, really showed me what life is all about. And, and they weren't the only uh, two. Uh, from I left uh, Coach Wallace and Mr. Hake and went to, and when I entered ninth grade, I, I had Coach Hale, and he was an amazing coach. And he did this. I mean, he was he was just amazing. We were playing in a small town. It was very, very. I played basketball for him. Very, very divided racially. And and we finished the game, and they stole our clothes, and they wrote racial slurs on the bus. And then we're going to go to eat at the restaurant in this town. And um, I remember like it was yesterday, we're standing in the restaurant and the owner comes over and my, it's me and another guy who are the only blacks on the team. And <laughs> the, the manager comes over and he asked the coach, Coach Hale was a tall guy too, he's six one, six two, blue eyes, crew cut. And uh young guy, just, just really neat. And uh he comes to him and coach looks at him. He said, are you ready for us? And he says, yes. The manager says, yes. He said, uh, we've got your table over here. He said, all but those two guys. He said, they have to go to the back and eat. And coach, I could tell he was like, like startled. He was like, he said, who are you talking about? And he said, those two colored boys there. He said, they have to go to the back and eat. And coach said, wait. He said, they just played a game together. They just dressed and showered together. They just rode the bus here together. They go to school together. They sit in the same classroom together. And now you're telling me they can't eat? And he says, not in this restaurant. And coach looks at him. He says, thank you. And he said, fellas, let's go. And and, and he's walking out. Coach is walking out. And the, the manager asked him, he says, where are you going, coach? And he says, uh, we're going to find a place to eat. He said, well, what about this? He said, you do whatever you want to with it. He, yeah. he put us back on the bus. We went back to our hometown. He pulls up at Dairy Queen and he orders hamburgers for all of us. Hamburgers and cokes. Those are the kind of experiences that just transform your life. Oh, yeah. And 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 and, and to, to for me, for God to bless me with those things, now I know what I'm going to do, right? That's who I am. That's what I'm going to be. I, I coached every ethnicity of athlete known. <laughs> and I remember when I was hired at, per hired at Permian High School and Coach Gaines, I, no blacks had ever been. At it was all white, 98% white when I was hired. Okay. And he asked me, he said, Coach, it was in Odessa, Texas, did not integrate till 1982. And, and 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 he hired me in the 80s. First black coach hired there at the school. And so I go into his office. I've never been in an office before. Hit Permian's history was out the in Texas. That's the first thing you heard. Permian High School football. I go in there and he says, uh, he said, this is not an interview, coach. He said, the job is yours if you want it. And I said, ah. I, I thought it was, I'm still in a dream. I'm in a daze because I've got called. I didn't apply. I didn't even know it was open. And I sit down and he says, it's yours. He said, now, if you accept it, I said, sure, coach. 
And he said, now, can I ask something of you? I said, yes, sir. He said, do you mind being a role model for the black athletes coming over? And, and because of my history and because of the things I did, it was like a subconscious res response. I, it, I didn't think about it. He said, can you be a role model for the black athletes? And I said, sure, coach. I said, but can I say something? Um, I'm going to be a role model for every student that I come in contact with, every player that, that I coach. And that, that was just in me because of my experiences with Mr. Hake and Coach Wallace and Coach Hale. And I thank God for that. Yeah. I do. I do. That's awesome. amazing. Yeah, I, th there's so there's so many pieces there to that, and <laughs> yeah, when you look at all of the I, all of the roadblocks that I think were in your way, but I I think to to speak again to the, to that point, you had some some great people in your life that yeah God put there to that were help you to to get through those right like you had that coach that was like nope we're not going to eat here right like something as simple as like well we're gonna we're gonna keep on driving like you had somebody in your corner yes. um. And I think that helped motivate you to to then you know, um, to to do that for others, right? Like because because a kindness was shown to you, you were going to show that that kindness to other people. And I think that requires you know, I, I, that that requires something inside of you that makes you different, Coach. I, I there's you know there's there's pieces to that that I think I think a lot of people would think back to an experience like that and would have been like, wow, that was a cool experience, but maybe not try to help others overcome their obstacles. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel yeah. like you, you have personalities and you have pieces to your personality that make it like, Oh, this kindness was done to me. I'm going to go show it to other people. Um, and, and I think that's, that maybe that's what separates you or makes you different. Like you're, you're still motivated by it. You're still like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to try and go help other people now because of what was done for me. And that's, it's such a great, like positive, positive attitude to have. Yes. Well, coach, you're making a big impact on and have made a big impact on a lot of people. You know, you've uh, come from an amazing background. Like people would just be like, they're in awe that, you know, you could come from where you did and become what you've, what you've become, what, and be an impact in the world. So, but from those days at Permian High School, you know, through, you know, I know that you have been in education for a long, long time. You, you went into administration, you were high school principal, administrator. Um, what, what, what's, uh, what are you doing now? Like, where, where is this whole story led you now? I know that, you know, and this is kind of our, my little lead in into what, what you've got going, how we met, where what you've got going in, you know, with the lives you've touched with football players across the country, but where are you going now? Like what, what's your focus? Who are you trying to help? Um, and then, and then let's talk about this mindset of a champion event that you've got going. Yes, sir. Well, it's, 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 it's kind of like um, Hayden has said, and, 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 and from the, the, the vibes that I get from you, Derek. It, it's like uh, it's a kindred spirit, and and I felt this many times before with my players. I've I've looked in the eyes, black, brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes, 
all kinds of flip players' eyes. And, and, and that feeling that I see that that seeing you, I, I saw it in them. And 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 I know it's a feeling where, hey, they're ready. They're just flat out ready. And I know we're not, you're not gonna play a game, but if you were in that stage, I know that you would be ready to give it everything you had. Because I can just sense it. I feel it. Because that's how I felt when Coach Wallace and Coach Hale and Mr. Haig talked to me. It's that feeling. And going back to Hayden's um, prompting, that's why I do what I do. I, I didn't ever want to keep it. I always wanted to extend it. And, and, and what you're asking me is that, Nate, what, what, what's motivating you? That motivates me. That feeling, that look in my guy's eyes and, 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 and that feeling of, hey, there is nothing impossible for us. We can make this work. And they believe it. And, and I, I feel like God gave me that because I've coached and I've never, I very seldom lost. And my kids would come back and tell me, it's you, coach. <laughs> I think, how in the heck is it mean? How does it mean? They go, it's just different, coach. You, you listen, you, you make us believe. And I just think it's special for anyone who gets that from anyone that they coach or they talk to or they interact with. So that motivates me. I get out of bed with that golden mind every single day that I want to have someone achieve everything that they thought was impossible. I want to help them and show them that there is nothing impossible for them. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. That's what motivates me. And that's what gets me out of bed. And that's why I do what I do. That's awesome. So you're now you're now going around the world, going around the country, talking to groups, talking to educators, um, sharing them your vision, sharing them how to make their lives better. Um, tell us, tell us what that looks like. Tell me, tell us what you know. Like again, like you, this may be the lead in to the the empowerment or the empowerment summit that you got coming. What what are you doing? Like what is what are you coaching them to do now? You know, after meeting and seeing so many great uh, uh, speakers, like you said, you have over the years, Zig Ziglar and Tom and John Maxwell and and Les Brown and and and, and listening to those guys and great ministers sermons that I had the opportunity. Uh, it it's just that mm, it makes me. Uh, feel that I, I can, I want to relay that message that I had to bottle it. And, and, and I didn't think I had it, but everywhere I went, when I was coaching, I would use the same formula. And then I was talking to Tom Ziegler and he said, well, that's what you do. That's who you are. And he said, those are the three things that you do. One of the things that you do is that you help people believe in a system. It might be your system. It could be another system like coaching football and perfect, but you get them to believe in it. And then you push them beyond uh, whatever they thought they, 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 they couldn't do, but you push them beyond what they think they're capable of doing. And then you build and maintain those relationships with them. Uh, he said, that's the formula for success. He said, it's that simple. And you do it unconsciously. And then I thought about it. I do. And, and 
I'm, I'm like, I was like uh, Gladwell. I have my 10,000 hours in that. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I've got more than 10,000, triple it because I've been doing that all my life. Get them to believe in something. Pushing beyond what they think they're capable of doing and then build and maintain positive relationships with them. You will always get success. That's what the mindset of a champion is to me. That's what it takes. That's awesome. And, I, and it's right. I mean, so that's the map, right? You know, believe in a system, push them beyond what they thought was capable and help them and, and help them achieve their goals. Right. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Hayden, you look like you have something to say. Well, so, there, there yeah. was just, I, I, I was, I was checking out the made up minds, uh, a website earlier today and, there's a quote on there that I really love that I think, you know, I think relates to the, the great leaders that I've had in my life. And, and I'm paraphrasing, I should have, I should have wrote it down, but Dr. Or, you know, coach Hearn, you said, you said on there and there's the, the quote on the website was something to the effect of like great leaders are examples, right? It distilled it kind of down to that, right? Like the great, great leaders live by example and they, they, they go out and motivate and, and help lead their team by example. Um, and I, and I think, you know, one of my favorite leaders growing up was a gentleman that was a coach, um, like you, um, he coached basketball and, and, um, junior high and in high school growing up. And he was also my boss. He hired me and I, I moved irrigation pipe for him starting at like 12, 13 years old, clear until I was, um, a, a junior senior in high school. And, um, you know, he was, he was a great leader and a great motivator, but what he would do, um, you know, those early mornings in the summer, we were working, you know, six days a week, you'd get up at 5.00 AM and go move, yes. you know, 150 irrigation pipe. And he, you know, I, I always would, I'd be mad and tired and exhausted. And, oh, I can't believe he's having me do this for him. And I'd get up and just, you know, it, when, when I would first get to the field, it was still dark, but as I would start moving pipe, it would get lighter and lighter. And a couple fields over, I could look, and every single morning that I was moving pipe, um, his name is Neil Hillman. Neil would be in the field a couple fields over, moving pipe, just like I was. And one of one of the best leaders and one of the best motivators that I can look back on. And and he was there, leading by example. Every morning that I was moving pipe, he was out there moving pipe. And, um, yeah. he was, you know, quite a bit older than I am. Um, and he's, he's, in fact, I think he's just getting ready to retire this next year, um, from, from coaching and teaching, but yeah, he's, he's been, been a huge example in my life. And he, the example was that he led by example. He, he didn't ask me to go do something hard. And then while he sat Thank on you. his porch and drank lemonade, right? <laughs> like he, he was out there doing it with me every right. morning. And and I, that that quote on on your website and made up minds it re related to me as well that yes yeah, so the best leaders that I've had in my life lead by example yes sir. Um, and it's such a such a simple and but cool concept and it sounds like something that you're trying to to teach to people as well right I I, I you, you you're talking about this summit and Derek's mentioned this summit that you're going to um, is that a kind of a core principle that you try to instill into those that you teach. Uh, and that's what I hold uh, 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 personal development and our my mentoring program. That's what it's all about. You, you have to lead by I've done. I've been 
I've, I've coached, I've taught, uh, ordained minister, pastor to church uh, for 15 years, small churches. And I served in the Texas prison system for 15 years. And what I did was I volunteered for eight or 10. And then I, I served as a past, a, a chaplain in two different prison units. So it's hard for someone to say, you don't know. Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> you, I do know what it's like. I do. Yeah. Yeah, love that. That's I think it's a, it's a key piece to 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 leaders in the world today. And it's um I talk about it because I think it's it's a simple concept, it, you know, for people like, "Oh, of course, lead by example," right? But like I think it's it's lost a little in the world today. I think there are a lot of people that are leaders out there that aren't leading by example. That just are, you know, trying to motivate their team and yell at them to go work harder and do better, you know, and maybe it's in the business world or whatever, but um, and aren't necessarily willing to go do it themselves. And, and, and I think it's a lost concept and it seems like something simple, but like you're saying, like if you've, you've gone and done it and, and you're teaching others to go and do it, like it's, it's makes that much more sense to, to lead by example and, and motivate those around you by doing that. So, uh, I love this. I, I love it. There's, we've talked about so many cool things here today. Um, and I think we, like, like I mentioned earlier, we could, we could continue to talk for hours and hours about so many cool stories, but I don't want to, I don't want to keep you hostage too too much longer here today, coach, but I do want to wrap up with the three questions that we ask all the guests that come onto our show. Um, three hey, hey, rapid hey. fire, if you will, questions, Derek, sorry, what were you going to say? Before, because I don't want, I don't want to take anything away from the questions because they're awesome. But before we do that, I do yes, want to, I want to make sure that, Coach Hearn has an opportunity that we have an opportunity to talk about his event that's coming up. Oh, yes, yes. 29th of April. Um, Coach, it's the uh, Friday Night Lights Empowerment Summit, right? Yes, sir. Uh, The mindset of a champion. What's what's it all about? What's going on? And then... uh, and well, we're definitely going to put the link to how people can register for it in the in the show notes. But what what's this whole uh, two day event about? Well, Callie and I brainstormed this for a couple of years, and then we finally got the courage to to put it together. Uh, meeting uh, guys like you and Katie and and all the inner circle and then the Tom Ziegler people, we just felt like this was the the, the right time to do it. And it's everything that you said, the mindset of a champion. Uh, you know, I, I don't say that lightly. Um, and just like Hayden said, I've experienced the mindset of a champion. You don't win national championships and not know how to have a mindset of a champion, right? right. right. You, you have to, you've coached it. You know what it looks like. You know what it feels like. You know all the ambience of it. So that's what we wanted to pour into this um, uh, this uh, sem- seminar, this summit. And we start off with uh, a tour of Texas of AT&T Stadium, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. And that's about a 90 minute tour. And then it culminates with a with a dinner. And I've got some special people. Um, a friend of mine, we've been together. We've done uh, we do. Uh, we help indigent families. He's an all pro middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we've been friends for 15, 20 years. And um, he still holds records. 
He still holds the record as a middle linebacker for the, he started as a only person ever started as a rookie middle linebacker and he holds the record uh, for seasons uh, tackles in the season. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. And then I have three of my guys uh, who played on the Friday Night Light team. One who actually they portrayed in the movie. The other two have records that they've set at Permian High School in being a part of the national championship and that team that uh, went on the book, the movie, and the TV series is about. They'll be there. And to interact with them and ask them questions, and they'll sign and autograph pictures and all of this for everyone there. And I think it's going to be a great experience. And then we'll move to Saturday, where we have some great speakers talk about the things that you've talked about, Derek, uh, the mind of a champion and how that culminates to business, to life, to family, to everything we do. Because all of life and all of business is about relationships. And once you get that down, there's no stopping you, right? Once we learn how to build intentional, positive relationships, then there's no stopping us. So I can't wait for you guys to show up. Callie and I are so excited about it. We're going to have a great time. Well, I got to tell you, I like I said, I'm super excited about it. My wife and I are jazzed about being able to be there. Katie uh, and her husband are coming. This is going to be a fantastic event. I've been looking forward to it ever since I heard about it. Um, So we will. It's on April 28th and 29th. It's Arlington, Texas at AT AT&T Stadium. We will put the registration link in the show notes here so people can can, uh, log on. If not, you can go to drnateherden.com. And the, the, obviously the registration link will be there as well, too. So awesome. Um, now, I want to make sure that everybody knows about that. Now, Hayden, let's talk to him about those three awesome questions you have. Yeah, of course. That, th- thanks for bringing that up, Eric. I wanted to make sure we, we hit at that as well. So thanks for, for stopping me there. I, the, the summit sounds amazing. And I think, I think anybody that can attend is going to get a lot of really, really good value out of it. So um, first question. Doctor, or yeah, Coach Hearn. Um, is there a you got a favorite book or podcast that you've read recently or listened to? Something that you've that you've enjoyed uh, reading that you'd like to share with us? Yes. Now you guys know this is my favorite podcast, right? <laughs> good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. We we prepped him for that for our listeners That's that are right. still listening. We, we we prepped him for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> And one of the what a great book is by my friend uh, Tom Ziegler, mm. uh, Ten Leadership Virtues for Disruptive Times. I've read that book over and over and over and over. His first book, Choose to Win, was really good for me. I thought he couldn't top it, but then he came back with the the Ten Virtues for for Leadership and Disruptive Times. And, and as you read that book, you it's what we do. It's what we're involved in. That's not a single life on this earth that has not experienced chaos, disruptions, and difficult times. Yeah. Yep. And we get he gives us the formula for how we we can maneuver through that, navigate through. So that's the great, that's the book. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Second question, coach. Um I, I know you you wear a lot of hats and you're doing a lot of things now and, and just throughout your career. Having a long day as a, as an educator or as an administrator, well, how do you relax at the end of those long days? How do you recharge your your emotional, mental batteries? You know, it might sound funny, but I, I like working out. 
Love it. It relaxes me. You know, I, 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 I did weights for many, many years, um, and, 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 and running. So that relaxes. Love it. It's a great answer. We've, we've had a lot of different answers for that one. And, um, you know, I think at times, I think the the great thing about weightlifting and what you're talking about is allows you to just shut your brain off. Right. And you can maybe listen to some music or whatever it is, but allows you to just shut your brain off, focus on your body and, and getting your body moving. And, um, you know, we, we had a guest come on a few months ago that talked about having white space in our life, like having the ability to just shut our brain off and just have like some, mm-hmm. you know, just, just calm everything down. And, and I think like you're saying, weightlifting and exercising, it's a great way to do that. Um, last question. Um, again, thank you for coming on. This has been really, really fun for, for me and for, for Derek as well. Um, if you could rewind to the beginning of your career, um, whether it's maybe your career in education or your career with coaching, whatever, whatever it might be, if you could rewind and tell yourself one thing, what would that one thing be? Believe in myself. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't learn the hard lesson. Listen to people who tell you they don't, they're not paid. They don't have, they, you, no one pays them to tell you, you you're, you're special and you can do that. Accept it in your heart, accept the blessing and know that, that no one's making them do that. Trust what they're saying. And follow that advice. If if I could tell, if I could do it, I, I would I would make sure that I listened to those voices a lot more than I did when I first started. Oh, I love it. Super safe. Thank you. Right there. Some, awesome. That's some great advice. Thank you, thank you, Coach uh, Derek. Anything before before we kind of close up today? Any other thoughts or anything you'd like to to close with here? Uh, you know, just another. I don't know. Just thank you, Coach. Coach, for the impact that you have been to this point in my life in just the short time that we've known each other, I do sincerely look forward to many, many, many more years of friendship and and uh, camaraderie and and teaching and sitting at the sitting at the feet of Coach Hearn. I I'm super super grateful for you know for God leading me to you. Um, it's been it's been a, a blessing in my life. So thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing with our listeners on the Success Elevated podcast. I know that everybody that listens to this episode is is going to be blessed in just big ways. So thank you, thank you, my friend. Thank you, there. <laughs> thank Thanks, you, Coach. Yes, thanks, sir. Coach. Well, uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. I know people are going to love this episode, and uh, uh, hope hope to have you on again soon. Oh, yes. yes. I would love to. Love it. But have, have a great day, guys. This has been Success Elevated, making you a little bit better one show at a time. Thanks for joining us. Please subscribe on YouTube or any other major podcast platform to listen to more episodes. We are proudly brought to you by Spot On Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you grow your business, please check us out at spotonsolutions.com.